0: You're a funny guy, Sally. I like you. That's why I'm going to kill you last.
1: Oh! Remember,
0: Sally, when I promised to kill you last?
1: That's what major made you, you. did. I lied. All right, kids, here we go. Next seminar up, December 9th through the 11th, with a few spots left. After that, February 17th to the 19th, then April 14th through the 16th. Then we have our two-day lift shoot fight camp that's december 17th to the 18th in wichita falls covering all of the lifts combatives and firearms training we do have a couple spots left for our deadlift and power clean camp in seoul south korea that will be december 4th then for squat and deadlift camps with spots on the list december 11th in chicago at starting strength chicago and we've just added long island to the mix january 21st all of those squat and deadlift camps And lastly, we still have spots available for our first camp ever, coached entirely in Spanish, covering the squat and the deadlift. That'll be January 21st in San Antonio at Starting Strength San Antonio. If you haven't heard, the greatest lifting boot ever created is now available for pre-order. That's the Starting Strength Lifting Boot. This is our collaborative effort with Justin Boots, so you know it's of the highest quality. If you'd like to get on that pre-order list, head over to startingstrengthgyms.com forward slash boot. Speaking of starting strength gyms, we do have a lot going on, a lot more gyms on the list to come and some set to open. Tampa will be next on the list to open up, starting their pre-sale event here shortly in the next month. And just to give you a rundown on who else is coming on board, we have Vancouver, Washington, Colorado Springs, Fort Worth, Indianapolis, Nashville, Atlanta, and of course Miami. For more information on any of those locations, head over to startingstrengthgyms.com. And for more information on any of the events that I've talked about, head over to strengthstrength.com and check out the right hand side of the homepage.
0: From the Asgard Company Studios in beautiful Wichita Falls, Texas, from the finest mind in the modern fitness industry, the one true voice in the strength and conditioning profession, the most important podcast on the internet. Ladies and gentlemen, starting Strength Radio. Welcome back to Starting Strength Radio. Starting Strength Radio, as you know, is your favorite podcast. And quite frankly, it's the only one I watch. That's how convinced I am of my own superiority. Right? Any of you guys watch any other podcasts? No,
2: none. Not none? a single one.
0: Not a single one. Rust, Rusty doesn't either. Rusty, does well, good. You get no. to keep your job. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I listen to. Yeah, okay. I, I listen to listening them again. I mean, I'm not listening to any other podcasts. So if I'm I'm all caught up, I just start over. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: just a loop. a loop. I've been through the whole thing you eight just times. Loop <laughs>
0: Well, that's good judgment, yeah. I'd say. <laughs> <That's> so <laughs> we have what we call here in the office, this is the in, your in-house term, a qu- paper <laughs> Q&A. Wow. Now, this is something we don't normally deal with, but there's some interesting <laughs> aspects to this wall of text a full page. That's, that's full just one page paragraph. wall of text. there's no <laughs> prayer So we're going to make an exception and look at this today. This is just a stream of consciousness. And just I won't read all of it Ten because some of it is, is too, too politically delicate. But some of it is useful, so we're going to address parts of this. But first, come, Elmas. From uh, the heaters, why don't you go back through the the comments from the haters and find the best introduction <laughs> that I've done to comments from the haters? We'll do, and we'll <laughs> run that as part of the uh 200th episode anniversary
2: man you're really building up this
0: comments episodes. from the, what i'm doing is painting rusty into a corner
2: an impossible corner,
0: and getting me out of having to record a podcast that week
3: which one are we on this will be 180, 180, 180 something 188 this one will be 188
0: 188, 188. oh okay. man this is coming up pretty damn quick 12 weeks you got three months rusty yeah <laughs>
2: Watch him quit. <laughs> Fuck. We'll be fucked then.
0: Nah, we, nah, won't. we won't. All right. <laughs> First two are from old reliable. <laughs> Why the trap bar is completely useless with Mark Ripto. I just love these. We got to do. The, we got to do this kettlebell thing. I'm ready, man. We Got to do yeah. the kettlebell thing. I. I promise you it'll generate just as many maybe more shitty ass comments more. from the haters might be more yeah be worth doing it just to see if yep. anything could top this Yep. all right so uh this guy some guy named haime says interesting video about mr ripeto a person i deeply respect Oh, okay <laughs> Desperately looking for reasons to discredit the trap bar and practically not convincing anyone. Uh, why would I need to discredit the trap bar? Ask Jaime. I don't know why he thinks I need, <laughs> uh, I need a reason to discredit the trap bar. It's a piece of shit. I don't need to discredit the goddamn thing. It's just... You know, and I think we we already explained that it's a piece of shit.
2: In fact, that's the whole purpose of the video. That's what the recall. video does. Right,
0: right, all right. And Amit Kumar. Wait, was that it? That's the whole comment. That was it. That
2: was oh, that's, that's
3: lame as hell. <laughs> that wasn't that bad. That was terrible.
2: Jaime right. doesn't really respect you deeply. That's all he has to say. All right.
0: So Amit Kumar doesn't sound like he's from Seymour, Texas, does it? <laughs>
2: He may be, maybe a tech worker
0: <laughs> at the big tech facility down in. It's remote, man.
3: There, there are gas remote. stations there. Oh wow, Rusty!
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh man,
2: <laughs> convenience is that what you're trying <laughs> yeah, to say? No, that's what it
1: is. All right,
0: this is what beings too rigid looks like. My friend is a surgeon specializing in back surgeries, and he says. That doing deadlift with trap bar prevents injuries. He lifts, but he said no deadlift with barbell. Well, I'm it. There you go. Your friend, the surgeon, is wrong. Now you've heard about being wrong before. Right? You've been wrong yourself. I've been wrong. We've all been wrong from time to time. We know the sting of having been wrong, don't we? Your surgeon buddy doesn't know what he's talking about. This is why surgeons should stick to surgery and barbell coaches, such as myself, should stick to barbell coaching and never the twain shall meet. I'll never perform surgery.
2: I think the the more important thing is how how he, can he say that his buddy lifts if he doesn't deadlift ever?
0: He, 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 he doesn't, doesn't know he doesn't what lift. his buddy does. He doesn't actually lift. He doesn't know what his buddy does. He doesn't know anything except enough to actually type this thing incorrectly and uh, From
2: his know. tech job in Seymour.
0: Right. Right. All right. Here's some guy. Leib Moshe sounds Israeli. He does, yeah. Would that make him Jewish?
2: It's a lot of Jews in Israel. My understanding, at least.
0: And the ones that aren't Jewish are named Ali. True. So, yeah.
2: there's like four Christians too over there.
0: There's a few. No, you know, there's a sizable Christian population of. Uh, uh armenians i believe in in israel uh i think there's an armenian quarter in jerusalem i may be wrong about that
2: either way that's really exciting
0: either way it's fascinating yeah. isn't it yeah. that nobody ever talks about the armenian <laughs> quarter <laughs> of jerusalem all right all right
2: anyway <laughs>
0: that's our our excursion into racism (sighs) for this week's podcast all right (laughs)
3: us racist beginning. No, the, right. only, the only thing worse than
2: racism <laughs> right. right now is anti-Semitism, so I think
0: you're... you're. you're no, anti-Semitism is cool. Uh, man, no, no, I don't know. No, 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 not right now, it's not. When did not. it get to not be cool? Thanks to thanks Kanye to, It was cool a couple kan- of weeks ago. Thanks to one Kanye West. Oh, Kanye reversed that trend. Yeah, he, he is. Because yeah, so. three weeks ago, four weeks ago, anti-Semitism was... Was fine. Was what you was did if right. you're a Democrat. Right. And right?
2: then, uh, yeah, and then uh, Dave Chappelle is, uh, is just... Piling on, man. You know, it's yeah.
3: it's funny. Everybody's all about talking shit about white people, unless it's the white people in power, yeah. the Jews. Oh wow, Rusty's are Jews white two. people?
1: They look white people. Now, They're this right.
3: is a, you
0: think carefully before yeah. you answer mm-hmm. this question. Depends who you ask. You think we're in deep enough of a hole here, or, or <laughs> shall we dig it deeper? <laughs> Are Jews white people? Maybe
3: we should stop. <laughs> I don't.
0: You know, I've heard them, them refer white. to themselves as not white people. Yeah, I would probably do. I the mean, same. the Ashkenazi Jews <coughs> look like white people.
2: Would you want to be associated with white people?
0: No, white people not. are evil. There you go. White people are evil. Yep. I'm. This is why I'm pink. <laughs> okay. <sighs> LOL, the Jewish guy from Israel here says, LOL, I just had shoulder surgery. That's in quotes. I just had shoulder surgery. So I can't properly demonstrate shit form on an exercise that probably contributed to the need for shoulder surgery in the first place. Or maybe it's the shit form on most of the other exercises he demos. Oh, this is regarding my barbell shrug with Mark Rippetoe ah, video. okay. Did I say I couldn't do... I can't properly demonstrate shit for him. I don't I don't know what he's talking he's about. He's just mad. I, he's yeah, just mad in general something. mad because I had a video on the internet and right. he didn't. All right, All Right? Squatting right on day one. Starting strength... By Mark Tits.
2: Low effort, guys. Low effort.
3: I think we need those peppered in every now and then, though. <clears throat> oh,
2: yeah? Yeah.
0: Yeah.
3: It's like the mortar that holds the bread.
0: No punctuation, <laughs> no uppercase. Just. All right. Now, these are my favorite ones here. This is Chase's 405 Press. SB says, with absolute <laughs> conviction... <laughs> Not a press. <laughs> <laughs> not a press. <laughs> press is moving the bar past your nose, over your head, with your head passing under the bar as it rises over the top of your head. Did that not happen <laughs> in the <laughs> video? Which happened in the video, yes. I
2: believe it did, in fact.
0: He is basically doing a jerk. Oh. This So SB doesn't know what a jerk is. Does a
2: jerk not pass over in front of your nose over head? Well,
0: it does, but it also involves the movement of the feet, and of course, all all that. SB (laughs) says not a press. Therefore, this was not a press at four o five. Therefore, Chase is not stronger than SB. Right. dropping his shoulders to shorten the rom required to lock the arms out oh how did he do that drop his shoulders interesting locking the bar out is with you standing erect with the bar over your head has the range of motion shortened yeah nonetheless sb says not a press Chase will be uh, really sad. He says it's not a press. The first thing he says is not a press, and the last thing he says is not a press. <laughs> it's not. It's good. He bookends. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it kind of looks neat on yep. the page. Yeah. <clears throat> Just in case you
3: forgot. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. Right, Michael wants to know: Would you drop the gut if you got type two diabetes? <laughs> Not unless I have to. <laughs> Which video I, is that on? What happens when a lifter gets old? Oh. Starting Strength Radio number 35. So oh, this, man. Old. you guys are pouring through these things. Yeah. You know? All right. Advanced lifting does not apply to you. Starting Strength Network previews. All right. I don't know which one that would have been.
3: Who knows? So, that was a recent one. Maybe I am confused. Why does
0: everyone in this video giving advice look insanely out of shape though? This is how I look. When I stop working out and just give in to being sedentary at my desk job and accept being obese, it looks like they all have a waist-to-hip ratio of 1.08 plus and have metabolic disease. See, it looks like that. Okay. Okay why would i follow this if they can't even stay in athletic shape
3: this guy's really they
0: say do the program of the guy i want to be like
2: nobody says that
0: nobody well nobody says all right this is jula bask who his he's heard this pretty hateful
2: I love the flavor. Somebody said that the the tone and the. Somebody said
0: that in the bar, and he, they say, uh, guy looks identical to me. Why would I want to do the program of the guy who looks identical to me when I was at my fattest, body fat, just eating cheeseburgers? Wow, what's wrong with cheeseburgers? (laughs) nothing that's what they feed you in heaven <laughs> after
3: you die from that's heart disease f- <laughs> <laughs> after <you die> from- <laughs>
0: all right
2: <laughs>
3: die
0: all right anyway
2: oh man shit. that was a masterful that was a good one. that was a masterful hate comment that guy was really pissed
3: yeah he was, he was really <laughs> upset with us <laughs> he came back to add to that several times throughout <laughs> the day
0: yeah he, yeah he he didn't he took- submit that just right no know.
2: that took him 10 minutes yeah. 15 minutes to write
0: yeah it did <laughs> So, anyway, that concludes this week's installment. Are these installments or episodes? That'd
2: be a segment. It's a segment. That'd be a segment, yeah. Wouldn't be an installment?
0: (laughs) No. I don't think so. I don't think so either. Episode would be the whole thing. Mm -hmm. That's right. The whole podcast is the episode, right? Mm
3: Right.
0: Installment
2: would be a piece of multiple... uh, A piece of a hole, so it's not an installment. That's a a segment. It's a segment. It's a segment. It's a segment.
0: Okay, that concludes this week's segment. Glad we cleared that up. Of like a tapeworm segment, (laughs) it shares a lot in common Uh with a tapeworm segment. Of comments from the heaters
3: good hey zach the jew write in and let us know if you think he's you're not white in here he's this done. week no um, he's done with us he's the, is he done with us there. oh there is oh he changed okay. his name right no there's yeah. not due to the, due to the anti-semitism there's zach <laughs> Mullenchick. oh that is zach, that is zach the jew. The jew. oh he switched his yeah handle but he's still zach the jew are you white is my question Chick. zach
0: Mullenchick is still zach the jew yeah well good
2: Zach should tell us as a
0: Jew. We, I, have, I, I we have other Jewish Zach, friends we could ask. As a Jew, <laughs> are you white? Let's see what he says.
3: We should we should, con- <laughs> <laughs> should
2: conduct a survey of all of our Jewish <laughs> friends.
3: Are you white? <laughs> you ask them if they're white. Ina, the Gillenwaters. Are they still Jewish? I believe so. What do you no, mean okay. still Jewish? I thought he got out. How of the How do you club? become not Jewish? I thought I didn't think he was a uh, he was a part. Of, correlated with them anymore <laughs> mother's jewish yeah. you can't escape it
0: your mother's he said jewish,
3: he said something about not being in the club anymore i don't know what that your means. father's
0: jewish and your mother's not jewish you're just a regular well, person regular mm. yeah regular person right but if your mom's jewish it's a matriarchal kind of deal mm, you yeah. know okay for some <coughs> reason well, anyway. It's a fascinating topic. Now, let's dive into our yeah. questions. These are, are these all from network subscribers? Well, good. Spiro of the North. And I'm just going to read parts of this, because as I previously said, this wall of text is not... Uh, so, it, uh, Spiro in the future, I want you to, you know, uh, Brevity is the soul of getting your question read on the Q&A. All right. To paraphrase. All uh, right, dear pink fat man, or is that fat pink man and beer belly crew, as a swarthy man of an olive complexion, I appreciate the diversity of the Starty strength community as diversity is our greatest strength i've always well said. said that well said very well said <sighs> we need a redhead <clears throat> in here find us a redhead they've
2: universally been shunned by all races in really? all societies yes is that right they have yeah yeah
0: i kind of like them yeah well i mean the women you know not the...
2: oh sure well that's different i
0: what mean re- i don't want a red head he man right redhead in here for i
2: don't know <laughs> i'm not sure <laughs>
0: All right. My comment question is with regards to the recent episode on why you won't do the program. Of late, the YouTube algorithm has been feeding me lots of videos of bro science dabblers who did not or could not, likely due to literacy issues, read the book reviewing the Starting Rate Novice Linear Progression Program. As a result, I noticed a couple of additional things to the things you so eloquently outlined in the episode come up in these reviews. One, the gains are too quick to come, which the reviewers tend to classify as a pro of the program, but as a con, they are also quick to go. That is not true.
3: Zero sense.
0: That is absolutely not true. One of the most um, obvious things that everybody who has either done this program or has done it themselves and coached it for their clients has, has, has observed is that once you go through even three months of the novice linear progression, you are for the rest of your life stronger than you would have been had you not done it. The A strength adaptation is very persistent because it is not the same as an endurance adaptation an endurance adaptation is primarily uh, biochemical whereas a strength adaptation is architectural when you get stronger you do so by building more muscle mass and that muscle mass is persistent and the neuromuscular efficiency that comes along with using that increased level of muscle mass is also very, very persistent. Now, say an advanced lifter takes a three-year layoff. He comes back for this three-year layoff, and his strength is nowhere near where it was. But by the same token, it is—he's stronger than he was the first day he started training all those years prior and i mean quite a bit stronger still because strength is a persistent adaptation furthermore he comes back to that same level of strength he departed from when he started the three-year layoff within three or four months it didn't take him the same number of years to build it as he regained it and this is just you know this is just what happens all right. A lot of right.
2: times, they also mean they also mean that it's the uh, uh, again people not being very uh, eloquent or smart are meaning that the rate of adaptation slows down when they say the gains are are lost quickly or whatever. So, <clears throat> but even in that instance, they're not doing it right. Right? Do you, you expect every program to right. work indefinitely? And, and a lot of times, when these these uh, these videos come out where they're talking about pros and cons they're working under the assumption that this program should work forever, which is just silly, just
0: stupid. Yeah, no program works forever. It doesn't work at all if you don't do the exercises correctly. Right. If you don't program correctly, if you're trying to run 20 miles a week on top of the program, there's all kinds of things that would keep the program from working like it's supposed to. Now, when we give a novice the the novice program, our instructions – are very specific. Do not do any other types of training during this period of time. Stop running, stop all conditioning, stop doing curls, stop doing all the silly bullshit that you go to the gym to do right now. Don't do that anymore. All right. You're doing the novice linear progression. It's major barbell exercises, and that's all you do. And if you water it down, You dilute it, then you dilute the effects of the program. So you might tend to think that it doesn't work. But if you don't do it correctly, no, it doesn't work. Right? Number two, progress doesn't last long. One of the reviewers, one of our former associates at some level, mentioned that he switched... To the Texas method, when his squat got to 315 pounds, which strikes me is a as rather low. Uh, to be fair to him, it seems that video was done prior to his attending the seminar. Well, that is rather low. Uh, we have uh, young men uh, of that age regularly get. Their squats up into the mid fours, deadlifts into the high 400s on the novice linear progression if they do it like we told them to do it. If you do it like we tell you, it works. And hell, I've had, uh, I've coached a couple of guys that got their novice linear progression squat up into the fives. Now those people are 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 rather gifted genetically, but it does happen. But if you switched over to Texas method at three fifteen, then you did not have someone coaching you that knows what they're doing, because that should not have happened. with a With a guy that size, that should never have happened. That's just you know program hoppings all that is.
2: Yeah, if you, if, if you changed your program because of a number, that's not right. And then also if you went from three sets of five at 315 on Friday to Texas Method on Monday, you also didn't do it right. So once again, it's just a misapplication of the program.
0: And, and Spiro here says, to be, uh, I've done two runs. Personally, over the past five years, I've done two runs of something approximating approximating the program having read the book toward the tail end of my second run and realizing that I wasn't doing the program. Right. And you know, honestly, most people don't do the program. Most people that read the book and that are not supervised that do this themselves do at the program and throw in their own personalization of the program just to you know because how could we know how could the program be this simple how could a program this simple apply to everyone and you know i think we've explained it pretty thoroughly how it applies to everyone and i'm not going to rehash that here Uh, let's see most of my information about the program at the time came from podcasts and the odd video I should add that the misconceptions about form predominantly came from my crossfit experience and explanations given given in the early episodes of another podcast of a different individuals podcast that is derivative of our material Individual who felt he had to make it his material, right? Sounds like it. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and that ends up, you know, if you if you do that, you're going to end up doing the program wrong, you know. So uh, that said, I found that my quickly gained gains were not quick to go away. Six foot two thirty five knocking on the door of 40 years old, who do to work in the current labor market climate has not been able to lift at all for over two years now, but neither have I gotten particularly weak, nor has my impressive muscular figure turned into a sack of potatoes, as has been the case in previous periods of my life when I had been forced into a long layoff. Well, there you go. Now, that's, that's normal. Right. That's what we see. That's what we see. You take a guy who has trained for 40 years and you put him in a rest home and let him die of the deadly COVID-19 virus. You're going to bury a muscular corpse. Muscle mass is persistent. Strength adaptation is persistent and he's he's found this for himself and then uh you know we get into a whole bunch of numbers i'm not interested in dealing with so uh there are two problems with the course two problems with the program so i don't see that those are problems with the program but i do appreciate your observation that in fact these people that are bitching about the program are wrong you've heard of being wrong before right Everybody's been wrong. Didn't I mention that earlier? About people being wrong? The guy's surgeon said you know, it was wrong. Oh, right. Yeah. Even doctors are wrong. Why? Does that happen?
2: Apparently, yeah,
0: mm-hmm. all the time. After all, he is a doctor. If he says it, it must be true, right? You went to school. We got, hey, he, he is school, a doctor. Man. Yeah. He's smarter than you are because he's a doctor. What's been a tiresome two years. It? Yeah,
2: That's a pretty typical, uh, that's a pretty typical trajectory though. A guy will start reading stuff, looking at stuff on the internet and here we go. Eight weeks have passed and he hasn't done shit yet. <clears throat> and even if he has done something, it's been ineffective because he's worried about all these different opinions and all these different things to try. Uh, What's the what's the risk of just doing something for eight to twelve weeks and seeing how it works? Like just w- what's gonna happen long term. You're not gonna fuck anything up. Hey, even if it didn't work. Run you're, the
0: experiment. Because you're already doing shit that doesn't work. Right. <clears throat> Everything we've done prior hadn't worked. Right. What's eight to twelve weeks to a guy like you? Right. Who's just been fucking around. Yep. Right. It's really weird. It's really weird. They want to ask everybody what to do
2: before they actually do it.
0: Like everybody this, does this program After six workouts, six workouts, is stronger than they were previously. Yeah. Every single human being that does this program is – and I don't care how old you are. I don't care what your gender is. I don't care about any of that. What I care about is the fact that human physiology – Responds to stress in a very predictable way, and that is the essence of this program.
3: This, this, is, this is related, but it's not related. You know, my clients, I've had the vast majority of them for three years. For three mm-hmm. years, I've had all my clients. And when someone comes in asking me for training, one of the spills I tell them, I'm like, if I'd, all my clients are getting stronger. All my clients are, are continuously getting stronger. And if I'm, they're not getting stronger, I'm not doing my job, and they're not doing the program correctly. I mean, everybody's c- continuing to get stronger after three years. And that's right. the reason why I haven't lost any of my clients is because right. their numbers are always going up.
0: Now, not everybody that sells a strength training template can say that, can they? No. Now, we've, done, we've dealt with clients that come – back to us or to us for the first time from strength coaches that are uh selling template type workouts who haven't made any progress in a year
3: mm-hmm. you remember that remember I mean, that one girl that came in that was the exact conversation we had you were in your office and she said that she's been using a program a template that she's been buying from some coach in oklahoma and I as i asked her when was the last time you pr and she said it's about a, been, been about a year <laughs> a year a year and I told her I'm like what are you well, it's doing it's not a strength
0: program then is it no
3: what are you doing you or know? or you get rep PRs yeah yeah rep PRs what's a rep PR or estimated
0: 1RM PRs <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and
3: then she went to argue me about a belt those are yeah, my favorite crazy.
0: Yeah. estimated 1RM PRs oh sure yeah yes estimated well look let's load it <laughs> load it and squat it right Yeah. Then it's not an estimate. Right. Isn't that the easiest way to determine whether or not you're wasting your money? Well, anyway, uh, what it basically boils down to is those of us that have done this for any length of time all know that the fact of the matter is That the border is closed the fact of the matter is i'm sorry that's wrong fact of the matter fact of the matter is that this program works to make you stronger every time it is used for every body that uses it every single time and that's not that's not we're not bragging about that we're just saying that the reason it does that is because we have designed it to do that we designed it that way if something previously that we were doing with our programming did not continually generate prs for a long period of time then we quit doing it we stopped doing it you'll notice that we do not recommend back extensions anymore You know why we don't recommend back extensions anymore? Because they don't work. They don't make you stronger. But they do have to be recovered from because they produce high levels of soreness. So by our reckoning, they're not productive. If they require a whole bunch of recovery resources but still don't make you stronger, like most of CrossFit, then don't do it. Because what we're doing is a strength program. That's all we care about is your strength. It's not an ABS program. It's not an aesthetics program. It's not a put a new number on the wall program. It's a strength program. (laughs) And we have the, the best strength program in the world, especially for people who are just starting off. There's not a better program in existence than this program right here that's why we've sold in excess of a million books nobody else has sold in excess of a million books have they probably not Has arnold's encyclopedia of bodybuilding sold that many books well it may have but it's it's Maybe. not strength right it's bodybuilding i can't think of another one that would have
2: who even has a strength training book? <clears throat> Don't know. Don't,
0: Don't know. Essentials of Strength Training and Conditioning. That's that thing the NSCA publishes. That it,
2: they may have sold a bunch of them, but that's they, they, they sold to. because they have to have it for the class, <laughs> right. and
0: and they have to you know you punch the ticket to get a that's right CSCS when you graduate with your PE degree, but that's not strength training. All right, so. <clears throat> Chris Gomez asks, in older episodes of the podcast, you declared Western civilization to be in decline because of the global political response to the COVID-19 outbreak. Well, I don't... I don't think I declared... Western civilization to be in decline because of the global political response to the COVID-19 outbreak, I probably indicated that the global political response to the COVID-19 outbreak was a result of the fact that Western civilization was in decline, which is not the same thing. I woke up the other morning at 6 a.m. in an intense panic over the oil levels in my lawnmower. <laughs> well, I know that thing. But not long after, began thinking about the same thing. The bigger a civilization grows, the more catastrophic and tragic the consequences would be were it to collapse. Uh, it's... But
2: why, why? But let's think about. Well, let's think about why that is, though. It's because of everybody's reliance on the on central, that system, on a centralized system. The,
0: the more reliance on shit other than yours, the only reason we care that
2: Western society is in collapse is because we give too because much. Because we're dependent a, too on, much of a shit about what happens somewhere else. Right. That's the fundamental problem that we're dealing with right now.
0: Do you think the <clears> current iteration <throat> of civilization is doomed to fall? It needs to. like previous ones. It needs to. I hope it does. Yeah, it needs to. I I hope it does. There, it doesn't. At this point, it does not deserve to subsist. It. I,
2: if you boil every every issue that we're dealing with right now down, it's the result of of overreaching governments. Yes. It's all it is. And, and,
0: and in 2022— Government providing things that the individual should be providing himself. Not
2: even that. Just overreaching in general. It, it, just the lack of self-governance is the problem. Yeah. And and in 2022, there's no reason to have this shit anymore. None. States can do it on their own.
0: The, the The reason that it persists is because for lots and lots of people— It's just easier.
2: In lots and lots of states, it's it's just easier.
0: It's easier. It's easier to wear the mask. Just wear the damn mask. Pay attention. Go get fucked. No. I will not obey your bullshit rules. I won't do it. I didn't do it, and I'm not going to do it. You can come up with all the bullshit reasons why a mask works, and all this. it's bullshit. Masks don't work. An idiot knew that masks didn't work two and a half years ago. All of research done on masks had shown that masks don't work. But you know why you did it? You know why you wore the mask? Because you didn't want to look like an asshole. And that's the only reason. Your subservience to this Western civilization thing is why you wore the mask. It was, it was a statement that you made about your willingness to comply. It was not public health. It was virtue signaling. And that's all in the fuck it was. All right. Filtration does not prevent viral transmission. They're two different problems. Okay. But the fact that everybody was willing to do that, at the drop of a hat, I mean, just suddenly, overnight, everybody had a napkin on their goddamn face. That was a terribly important signal that some of us paid attention to. And I believe that it signaled a civilization in decline. If everybody in a culture is willing to do something stupid just because authority dictates it, you've got to you got a problem with that with that culture that a, is a problem
2: it's a systemic problem it's not just the other team it's it's both sides we're about to elect donald fucking there trump aren't again there are both sides no there are two sides we're about to elect donald fucking trump again in 2024 i don't, I don't think we, watch. i don't think watch it Nick, happen
0: we can't even get the goddamn congress well either elected. way either, way, e- you, know, either you, way. You, you, you 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 i don't Believe that you're going to have another Donald Trump president.
2: Well, he'll run. He'll, even if he doesn't run. Even if he doesn't even run. Even if he doesn't run, you've got a whole bunch of people that are really fucking excited about it.
0: Oh, yeah, you, really you fucking do, excited. in fact. The, 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 you the, do, the greatest
2: in fact. vaccine salesman in the history of the world is about to run and everybody's really yeah. fucking excited about it no i know what you're saying <laughs> and then the, i know uh, what you're saying and then and then the, uh, uh, you, you know you got everybody worked up in texas about beto becoming the goddamn governor first of all he was never going to become the governor you know, but but who cares let him become the governor and then let him try to take the ars let him try to what how would that happen
0: can't. Physically impossible. We all
2: live under this fantasy like some shit that's happening over there is really going to affect us, and it will uh, in the short term because gas prices will be fucked up. It'll all work itself out, though, won't it, eventually?
0: I don't know that it will. I don't know that it will. Uh, One way it will work itself out, and gas prices will come down, is if enough people die and demand goes down. When
2: you delegitimize the power... When you delegitimize it by just completely fucking everything up, that's how it that's how it gets fixed, right?
0: I don't know that it gets fixed. It gets fixed in some way. I, it's it 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 evolves in a direction. Yeah. All we're doing. But right, I don't you know. Fixed implies a, a positive thing. All that, we're
2: doing right. right now is just playing the same game every four years. Yeah. The same fucking game. It's going to no, go on for ever right. and ever.
0: Every generation. And it's been going on for forty or fifty years. Yeah, and every is, single got,
3: generation does the same thing over and over again. There's something where that's going to be the end the of end everything, end of the fucking world, end right. of the fucking world, and then what ends up happening? We get past it. Well, we get and past it. But one, it does.
2: But the problem is during all that, what what continues to happen is that the the machine gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And, and that's this is
0: why, th- this is the only this is the best thing about Donald Trump's presidency, uh, and him getting elected in 2016 was that they fucked up, Who fucked and up? allowed him into a position where he didn't play by the rules now everybody previous to him had played by the rules that piece of shit George W Bush he played by the rules he was in the club Obama was in the club everybody Clinton was in the club yeah, that's that's true. Right. I mean he was fun. All right? of those people uh, W it was a lot of H W HW Bush started the club. It
2: was a lot of fun. It but, was a lot of fun, but, but, here's,
3: but what got the,
0: accomplished? here's the nothing. question. But here's nothing the question. got accomplished the except the growth of the government.
2: Did the federal government grow or shrink while it grew. Trump was president? It always it grew. grows. And it grew way fucking faster than it did before the previous president. Mm-hmm. You know? So there we go. It just keeps going. When did it grow During Trump. During Trump. Yeah.
0: It grew faster because he didn't actually have control over it. He didn't do shit. He didn't have control over it. He didn't, didn't, have, yeah. it. Than, he didn't have the balls to, to send home the Department of Education. Yeah. You know, and there were so many judgment errors. You know, the vaccine was his biggest judgment error. He lacked the ability to listen to the right people, to listen to enough different opinions, and to think through what they were telling him.
2: Well, and he had enough enough influence to sway decisions on re, re, um, refunding the fucking Patriot Act. I mean, all the shit that actually matters, none of it got done, right? Mm-hmm. None of it got
0: <clears throat> done. The only thing that got done is that uh, $1.89 gas yeah. was a real good deal. Right. That enabled a whole lot of people to save a whole lot of money and go to work and a whole wow. bunch of things got done. There yeah. weren't any supply chain issues during the Trump presidency. There's lots of good things about the Trump presidency that didn't involve mean tweets, sure all right and
3: but what but state? the trajectory what is
0: always, Upward in terms of size of yeah, government and, it's, and, and everything it's always, else.
2: It's always four years of five dollar gas and four years of two dollar gas. It's just all you know. It's, it's as long as I can remember. That's what it's been. Now, you know, um,
0: it's 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 never been five dollars all over the country. I you remember. Know, it's still remember
2: four dollar gas in the Obama years. Four dollar twenty cent gas in the Obama years. Okay, you were in oh, Reno at yep. the
0: time.
2: So it was three fifty in Missouri. Yeah, it was never that much here. There's never that much here.
0: The uh,
2: And then under Bush, I remember it was ninety five cents yeah. <laughs> a gallon. Well, it goes down. It's just up always, and down. The it bull, always the it same bull It goes up and down. And I don't know that everybody's new golden boy DeSantis will be any different.
0: You know, this shit just needs to stop. I don't know if anybody is gonna There's be no, any nobody. different. The Nobody's only thing ever. the my biggest takeaway from this last election that we've had is that the government at the national level needs to be as ignored as it can be.
2: That's my point. It's self-serving. It's self-serving and nothing else. It doesn't serve us. It doesn't serve
0: us. It serves itself. That's exactly my point. And the further away you can get from the federal government, the, the further you need to be. That's right. Yep. And that's the what. Whatever the other analysis is, uh, I am convinced that uh, uh, nothing good is happening here. Nothing good soon. is
2: happening, and and that and, and if everybody could just focus on that exact point that you just made, everybody would be much better off. Oh, because all this getting pissed off and. Uh, raging at the other side, at the Democrats and the left, and then them getting pissed off and raging on... It's a fucking distraction because they always win. They always win.
0: They have it fixed up so that they always win. Of course. They have have it fixed up that way. And uh, they're not going to unfix it. Right.
2: Neither side benefits from having a bigger government. And and none of us realize that.
0: Bigger government is... um, more expensive government, and the more money, the, the, what what everybody fails to understand is the <laughs> fact that government is a non-value-added proposition. All right. Now say what you want to about Bill Gates, but Bill Gates it added value. value. Sure. Right. He added value. He fixed it up so some jerk off like me, sitting in front of my computer, can handle as much data as it previously would take an entire office of employees right. to handle right. in a week. Yep. You know, say what you want to about Bill Gates, but he added value. There's not one government employee that adds value, except maybe the Corps of Engineers.
1: Yep.
2: And nothing that those guys do doesn't uh, it involve an involuntary exchange between them and us. You know, we can choose to use Microsoft products or not.
0: And a lot of people chose not to. Yep. You know, a lot of people chose not to use Microsoft products for one reason or another. But that they didn't make us right. use Microsoft. Yeah. And then but if we did use Microsoft… <laughs> Suddenly, some jerk off at his computer, like me, can <laughs> do as much information handling and handle as much data as it, it's just unthinkable.
2: And talk to anyone you want, right? But what is like, what, what is the what is the function of a of, of in a modern world in a modern economy? What's the function of a federal government? It's to provide protection, I guess, uh, which can be done without the federal government. Um, through treaties or or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then the second thing is just to transfer wealth. That's all it that's, is. That's
0: it, which is in their interest to do. It,
2: that's exactly right. Yeah, all yeah. the incentives are aligned the, in the wrong fucking direction. The there,
0: the richest precincts in the United States, in terms of income per capita, are all somehow in the neighborhood of Washington D.C. Right. Right.
2: Yeah, I don't, is there another yeah. function? I mean, I guess they've become kind of... You get
0: one of those jobs, you keep it for the rest of your life. Right. And you don't do anything that adds any value to anything else but you. Right. Yeah. So. We're fucked. That doesn't get us kicked (laughs) off of YouTube, nothing (laughs) will.
2: What was the question originally? I don't even remember. The question
0: was uh, Western civilization. Oh, the decline of Western civilization. Yeah, and I think... I think that's undeniable. Yeah. I think that's undeniable. Yeah, what, what does that actually mean, though? Because What when, should when, happen when, has not happened, and what should not happen happens all the time.
2: Right. What does it actually mean, though? Because when the Roman Empire collapsed, what happened? You get a bunch of different countries. Shit keeps going.
0: You got a bunch of different countries. Yet finally, you had racial equality with the Germans, you know. Germans became racially equal to the olive-skinned Mediterranean types. Yep. You know, they marched in and took over and shit. Yep. Speared a bunch of people <laughs> who had it coming. <laughs>
3: Is that the Visigoths?
0: If you could spear Mitch McConnell, I mean, it'd be good, wouldn't it?
2: Probably, yeah. Well, probably or? Probably be good for everybody.
0: I, have, I don't know that it waste time. I don't time. see a downside. Yeah. I don't see a downside to it oh somebody else i see a lot of back up. i see That's a lot something. of upside no. to the old lampshade treatment for <laughs> you know a lot of people you know i see a lot of good that you know pfizer is trying to kill the wrong part of this population yep if pfizer would would release some kind of a holocaust in the dc area leave the buildings you know like a neutron bomb <laughs> leave the buildings and sterilize the face of the planet from bureauc- bureaucrats now that i could i could get behind yeah. five by their stock yeah situation like that right nancy pelosi's head on a pike outside the am i calling for insurrection
2: Oh yeah, you're inciting violence actually.
0: Inciting violence, you better edit that out. It's federal crime. Yeah. In Is
3: inciting violence federal crime against politicians?
0: Yeah. It's an insurrection. Yeah. Insurrection. Sedition or some kind of shit. I don't know.
3: Firing squad shit. All right.
0: Now Frank asks, "What do you think of electric cars? Would you ever buy one?" Uh I'm not going to buy one.
2: If they ran on nuclear power. That'd be great.
0: I, I'm not going to buy one because I'm an environmentalist. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> and I'm not going to. I'm not going to burn buy all
3: that coal before. to charge a car.
0: Well, how much? Uh, how many rare earth metals are in a Tesla?
3: More and than. And where the,
0: do they come from?
3: More than the. Uh, and
0: how are they mined? and how are they refined and how are they shaped into batteries
3: well even if it wasn't for the rare earth metals all the coal it takes to power one is no I'm, I'm talking about the car itself the car itself
0: all right the car itself cannot be produced in an environmentally friendly way right yeah it can't it can't be done it can't be done furthermore there isn't enough lithium available to replace the national fleet with electric vehicles, it's physically impossible. And I know physics and chemistry and shit are just not fashionable to limit things right now, right? But I'm telling you, this all of this shit about electric vehicles is, uh, you know, California mandating or well, the, again, the, you, uh,
2: once again. He's, electric cars, are fucking you, Teslas are, ba- are cool as shit. They're fast. They're fast. They're cool oh, yeah. looking. They do a lot of cool stuff. But, but you can't replace all
0: cars with Tesla.
2: Again, the, the market will fix that up, right? Yeah. Yes. It, but once again, if you're going to mandate. The, the market. If you're going to mandate that people have electric cars and then not. The and then market
0: is the law. And then your power grid goes down right? the week after you the, say that. The market <laughs> is the law. All right? <laughs> right? The market is the law. The California State Assembly is not the law. It's not even a decent suggestion. Right. But the market is the law. I'm now, happy. the market for electricity is part of that law. They forgot that. And, right. and they forgot all about that part of it, the part where you can't mandate that electricity just come into existence out of thin air
3: i'm happy when they do that though
0: it's it i am too i just just uh, uh, i think it's just so funny support it
3: they've gotten because by. it's going to
0: illustrate yeah. the concepts that we talk about yeah. about how about how markets mm-hmm. are are what functions here you know you you cannot mandate the sudden existence of something which cannot be produced right just because it makes the fourteen-year-old girls feel good.
2: Well, it makes everything real expensive, real quick. <laughs> makes everything real they, expensive, they've gotten, real. They've, real got, quick. they've gotten by acting that way for a long time now. They, just just mandating shit, and, you, and you can't. Everybody adjusts to it. The prices go way up, and then. And you know, the no. reason
0: for it is their silly-ass environmental religion, right? Which has been adopted in lieu of Pentecostalism. Yep, it's this. You know, this is the same level of just vapid emotional hand waving is all it is uh look you can't have no internal combustion because that's what powers transportation and you have to have transportation if you're going to have more than a couple of hundred people in one location you have to have transportation you got to feed them right right you got to put clothes on them. you, well, you got brought, to keep them from freezing to death in the winter and to do that you can't have electricity only it can't be done it's not mathematically sound it you can't change the math with legislation
2: at least not right no. now right I mean, and either way you know, legislation shouldn't be involved right if you if no. if this is what you want somebody's got to do it and somebody's got to convince everybody that it's a good idea usually by offering something and make it cheap so usually by offering something that's better and cheaper and more reliable mm-hmm. and maybe more environmentally friendly that's great i mean yep. if, you, if you provide somebody the option
0: yep. here's
2: a diesel truck and here's this this vehicle that produces no emissions and they cost the same and they have the same capabilities which one do you want most people will probably pick the one that produces no no, uh, no emissions, right? Because why not? If because depends why, on right. how
0: expensive it is to run. That's what I'm saying. They, yeah. they cost
2: exactly the same. So my point.
0: It costs is, the same to operate. If it costs the same to buy, right? And it costs the same to operate, and it's got the same lifespan. Yep. Now this is the problem. Here.
2: My point is that this with is, Teslas, my point is, is that this is a this needs to this is. All this needs to be requires convincing and education, not yes. man, mandating and.
0: No, but that's what government what does. Exactly, it mandates. Exactly, that's right. just all it does. Right. It doesn't have any other mechanism by which it yeah. operates. Yeah, I
2: mean, is, is it a good idea it or is it mandates. not? And if you have to enforce it through fines and guns, then it's not a fucking good idea. No. <laughs> right. This is not a, a good it's idea. a weird
3: analogy, but it's it's like sell your phones. You know, they went from the big bag phones to this guy which is relatively affordable and it happened naturally it happened over time yes and it didn't and happen because the, the has california
0: one. state assembly <laughs> decided
3: everybody yeah, exactly needs a smartphone. it's it's, it's yeah. the same thing it's, it's the exact same concept <laughs> right
0: no it, it's a, precisely and exactly the same concept. Yeah, sir. yes sir. that's absolutely It's pretty basic stuff now it's amazing. if if they came up with an electric car that met all those criteria. I might have one. Fuck yeah! If it went zero to sixty torque.
2: in two point three seconds, you'd drive yeah. the fuck out of that thing.
0: Yeah, sure you would. Hell yeah! You know, if it would, if it had a three hundred mile range. Sure, sure. You know, if it was something you could reasonably do, if it was, if it was cheap to operate. Yeah. You know, if I could keep it three hundred thousand miles, is there a Tesla with three hundred thousand miles on it? I have no idea. You know. I don't know.
2: But Tesla's not the problem here. The problem is now, the state of batteries whatever, are the problem. The state of whatever saying you have ba- to have this.
0: Batteries are the problem. Batteries are the problem. And they are mandating batteries. Exactly. And we don't have any. Right. Their batteries are hideously expensive. And, I was and, reading something the other day. I posted this on the board. Those of you that don't watch the, read the board on a regular basis are missing a whole bunch of information. You know how much copper... Is in each one of those wind turbines 1.6 tons of copper wire in every one of those wind turbines.
2: In other words, if they weren't heavily subsidized, you wouldn't be able to fucking sell them.
0: They don't sell them outside the context of a subsidy. Well, that's but, what I mean. You but more important than that, what I'm saying is how much copper is there to be mined? Well, yeah right how much copper it's finite it's a finite resource you can't make more copper sure sure you, once you dig it all up yeah. and if it was a viable you know,
2: technology that people wanted and that uh yeah, that worked well they figure makes. out they'd figure out a <laughs> it way to make money they, they would figure out a way to not use copper that's right they figure out a way
3: to and they don't make money, money. That's and the they thing. Can't they're, use, they're horribly inefficient but
0: they can't use they can't figure out a way to not use copper in right? exactly the right? same
2: way with the with the lithium you're talking that about you, by mandating the electric car you could very well just be retarding the 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 advances in technology on mm-hmm. the batteries because mm-hmm. if lithium is a finite thing it's going to be real fucking expensive to keep making making these batteries in fact guess what we need to figure out a better way to make batteries it doesn't involve lithium right. or whatever right but now all of a sudden you're going to have the state account or the federal government subsidizing the batteries because you have to because how the fuck is everybody gonna afford electric cars right. and now we're stuck with a right with and then the government technology. owns part of your car and you're stuck with a premature te- and mm-hmm. your your car can be turned off
0: mm-hmm. right right yes <laughs> they don't want you driving just gonna...
3: yeah, they just yeah. <laughs> go yeah
0: all right so anyway
3: can we have a happy time anyway i think so,
0: all all right, right, happy right, electric car well, james rogers says i've been talking <laughs> with this guy who is over 70 trying to convince him to start lifting One reason he does not want to is that he has had spinal fusion surgery. Not the whole thing, just a few vertebral segments. What do you look for with regards to setting the back for squats and deadlifts when a lifter has had spinal fusion surgery and a segment of his back will not extend or flex? If the spine cannot move, how can you tell if the loading has exceeded what the back musculature can handle? Well, uh... James here's the situation where in his spine is the fusion is it lumbar those things don't work very well right but the 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 basic thing here is this statement what do you look for regarding setting the back for squats and deadlift when a lifter has had spinal fusion surgery and a segment of his back will not extend or flex. The back does not extend or flex under the load anyway. The, the role of the musculature surrounding the spine is to keep it still. The guy can train with spinal fusion surgery. He's supposed to be keeping his back rigid, and you're supposed to be coaching spinal rigidity. His rigidity is now anatomical, but the muscle mass that supports that fixation still has to operate so that the stress does not exceed the strength of the repair.
2: Would it right? potentially overload to above and below the repair? Too? It could. Yes. So so everything. Oh yeah. I mean, so everything same-
0: that's not every time you fuse a segment, you remove the stress that was previously
2: distributed across distributed across
0: segment. that segment and concentrate it on the levels right. above and below
2: so all the principles apply i mean it's the same thing yes. Just get your back set whatever that means right. in that context yeah. and don't move it
0: right 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 yeah see this is why cervical fusions are not usually a problem i've got a c6-7 fusion my sister's got hell she's got three levels fused oh shit she's Gets around just fine. Yeah. Right. But it's not lumbar. It's not loaded. Right, right. If the thing's lumbar, yeah, you can train with it. You're not gonna compete. Right? You'll never pull six. Yep. But if you can take this seventy two year old guy or seventy year old guy and get him from nothing up to a deadlift to 275. Hell, that's that's great. You've added his quality of life, even though he's got a fusion. Okay. Um. Okay. <laughs> All right. Here's another fun question. Rip, one of my training partners, Tom, who is 72 years old, can easily perform sets of 10 pull-ups without pain or suffering. However, he is unable to perform the overhead press due to shoulder issues. You encountered this before, uh, David. I don't know that. How do you know he is unable to perform the overhead press? Is that what he's told you, or is this what you have observed? Uh, if he can get in a position of alignment, intention. In other words, hanging from the bar overhead that is close to the same position that you would demonstrate at the lockout of a press in compression, then he should be able to get in that position in compression. In other words, if he can hang straight down, not at an angle, with everything lined up, feet, shoulder joints, hanging from the bar, bar. In a straight line, he should be able to get in that same position when he's pressing. He may have to start real light, but he ought to be able to actually do the movement. So I, I'd advise you to rethink the uh, assessment that he can't do this very yeah, well. Yeah, he never said why. He never can't, said right? why. You know.
2: I mean, if if the guy can put his arm up over his head, even if it's not all the way there, he probably press right. He can he was, press. So, yeah.
0: Even if he's not an exactly perfect. position of alignment he can still press and he needs to press you know press is very valuable exercise and uh it it strengthens everything in the whole damn body from the bar in the hands down to the soles of the feet the press is an excellent movement that's why it's in the program okay no i don't think you ought to forget about it i think you ought to reevaluate this thing and look at it again.
2: I don't think I've yeah. ever had anybody who just cannot press uh, in some way. Um,
0: no, I, I.
2: Even if it's running the bar up the rack, right? Like a yeah,
0: that's what I'm doing. Yeah, I can't press in the in the prescribed way just because this knee didn't work. Oh right. Yeah. So. So you use the bar the, do, the rack I, to I, balance I, it a little up the rack press, I'm going to do it tonight. Yep. And, my God, those things are hard. That, that movement you get, even if you're not trying to do a movement, a free standing press, even with minimal movement, what you would call a strict press, still uses the hell out of your knees. Yeah. Yep. And uh, if you have not got the use of your knees, and you just have to run that thing in a straight line up the rack, it's Quite a bit harder. Yep, it's quite a bit harder. And uh, but even with my fucked up knee, I figured out a way to press somehow, and it, it works pretty good. It really does. Okay, Zach Millenchik, who's no longer Zach the Jew, but is now Zach Millenchik, asks, "Rip, you dismissed concerns." voiced over factory farming as essentially be it. I know that almost all vegan crap is lying childish propaganda. But from the little I've read, much beef, pork, and poultry is produced by producers keeping huge flocks in tight quarters on concrete, which necessitates liquidizing their shit, causing leakage and pollution, and causes all sorts of diseases which justifies the use of antibiotics, which then affect the quality of the meat. Same with much of egg production and dairy. Could you educate us city folk how much that actually goes on and how hard one has to work to avoid the bad practices? All right. Well, that's an interesting question, Zach.
3: City people just don't understand things like this. You know, I remember when we had those uh, the ca- your cattle friends on and they said that the majority of beef that is made is still small-time cattle producers.
0: The majority of the beef produced in the United States is small production. Yeah. Guys with 30, 50, 100, 200 head. Yeah. There are a few giant producers in uh, the United States with hundreds and hundreds of thousands or millions of head of cattle. And they operate some property around here. One of those companies operates some property around here. Uh, I believe the Mormon church has a gigantic church-owned herd.
2: I believe it. Of cattle. They're I, serious about uh, self sufficient Things like that. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, so there are a few giant producers of beef but all right beef is a um
2: with beef it won't work any other way
0: right you 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 have to understand what pasture is all right pasture is land that can't be farmed for one reason or another it can't be farmed it's on a slope it's got too many rocks. The soil is shitty and it would require too much fertilizer to make the, make the crop profitable.
2: Sounds like Wichita Falls.
0: Yeah. In fact. Yep. In fact, it does. And that's why my 180 acres is pasture. Right. And we raise cows out there. Uh, you know, if you're happy to live in an area like Wichita Falls that is subject to drought, periodically even pasture gets kind of shitty right but uh cattle are raised not in look concrete floors are expensive pastures are not
2: did he mention the concrete floors with with beef yes yeah I mean, there's some fucked up yes, shit. That I've,
0: what little I've read, much beef, pork, and poultry is produced by producers keeping huge flocks in tight quarters on concrete. Yeah, you just can't do that with
2: beef. But with No, you
0: can't do that with beef.
2: Chicken and pork. There's some fucked up shit going on.
0: Yes, right? pork production <laughs> is the best example of factory farming that I can that I can illustrate. Uh, pork production is fucked up. Yep. It's a there are. A few big companies that keep giant buildings full of pigs, and the pigs are never outside uh They live their entire lives in this building being fed, fed up to slaughter weight slaughtered and uh now uh, it's that's a very efficient way to produce sure and if you'll look at the price of pork, you'll see that that's reflected in the price right. of pork right pork is is good pork production is evil yep but beef is not produced in factory farms because you can't do it it, beef graze porks are uh, pigs are omnivores they have to be fed completely differently than pigs than than beef do cattle graze they eat grass they share that in common with uh, elk. Elk are grazers. Deer are browsers. Deer and goats and sheep are browsers. And browsing means they use they eat leaves and shoots and forbs and things like that as a major percentage of their diet. Grazers use grass as a as a major percentage of their diet. So if you've got you know, all of the all of the small operation beef guys that i know of have a bull or two or three bulls depending on size of the operation and they have a bunch of of uh of cows mama cows and so the the bull breeds the mama cows i'm having to explain this <laughs> bull breeds the mama cows 11 months later mama cow gives birth to a calf and now you've got something on the ground that's worth money that wasn't there before and depending on when you kill that that beef he's worth x amount of dollars when you sell the that beef he's worth x amount of dollars now most of the beef in the united states is sold through grocery stores and the, it's amazing when you think about it, but the amount of space on the shelf that the grocery stores are willing to set aside for the trays in which the beef is packaged determines the age and weight at which the cattle are slaughtered and processed you know you get a five-year-old steer great big 1700 pound steer his sirloin steak is that big Where are going to put it in the shelves so they they don't do that to kill them when they're 900 pounds because it's easier to sell
2: yeah who's going to buy nobody wants to buy
0: nobody wants to buy heavy beef anymore that's what you heard the term heavy beef that's what that means means that the animal was heavy when he was killed right heavy beef it has a different flavor than than 900 pound beef and you know it's a, i prefer it myself uh but you're right the price tells you everything you
2: need to know right i mean if right. uh, the, the beef is priced accordingly because the shit's hard to hard to produce relatively but look at the price of pork look at the price of chicken
0: Price of chicken, price of pork, and anybody who's anybody chickens who's, and pigs are factory farmed. I'm I'm real sorry about that, but, but I don't paid, like chicken and I don't eat a lot of pork. If you so.
2: paid attention to, to the shit that you buy, when you bought a really good chicken, or you mm-hmm. bought a chicken from somebody you know, or you bought pork from somebody you know, mm-hmm. it tastes really damn good. Yeah,
0: it's a much better quality product. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. Like the beef we just bought, right. this This past year, I bought two beef. Carmen bought one from a producer over in Okona and uh, those cattle were probably 1,300 pounds when they were killed. Uh, the guy that I bought them from was one of the owners of the plant and they hung that beef for us for four weeks. It's four week dry aged beef. This You can't buy this in the store and it's good. It's really good. You know, and that beef had been the extent of the factory farming that had been done to that beef is the guy had had those those cattle in his pens part of the day to feed them twice a day for about 120 days. He'd been feeding them. But the rest of the time, they're out in the pasture. Yep. So he feeds them morning and night. They come in. The rest of the time, they spent wandering around out there, you know, in the pasture like cows do. And I don't know of an operation, a beef operation, that does not rely on pasture for the vast majority of the lifespan of the animals. That's just the nature of cattle, Okay. I don't care what the vegans and their propaganda say. That's just the way shit is. All right. Now here's another thing about dairy. Uh, there's a bunch of dairy farming going along, uh, going on down south of Wichita Falls, and the dairy guys down there feed alfalfa. That's where most of the alfalfa grown in this region ends up. Is in front of dairy cattle. And uh, they're not not—they're not kept in buildings. They're milked in buildings, but they're not kept in buildings. You know, they've got big lots, and they go out there and lay around all during the day, and those animals are very well taken care of because a, 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 a dairy cow that'll make eight nine pounds of milk a day she's a valuable creature and they're worth a lot of money and they take care of them they're dealt with they're doctored and scratches treated and they're not diseased and they don't give them a bunch of antibiotics just off the just because they want to they don't if a if a in fact if a dairy cow has got mastitis You know an infection in her she's not you can't milk her anyway and so there's not if she's being treated with antibiotics she's not being milked because it's you you can't there's laws against that you can't milk an animal being treated with antibiotics so all this bullshit on the label about these milk from cows not treated with antibiotics well, the label it, it,
2: also says you can't give, you, you can't use milk that's been treated with antibiotics right. from cows that's been used. Well, good. From the label that says have, that,
0: but the vegans don't say that. Yeah, the, it, there's always the vegans a star. just lie about it because they're well, silly the, no.
2: The funny thing is, the label says no antibiotics, no whatever, and then right. it's got a little star, and at the bottom it says. We can't fucking sell you milk that's been. We
0: we, we couldn't a even if we, <laughs> wanted to, we wanted to. We could <laughs> right. we couldn't sell you milk. Right. But we're going to say this on the label because you are Bullshit. from the city, right? And you you don't read things like that. You don't understand. So uh, uh, now, sheep in the United States are just not eaten for meat. I don't know why that is. Some of the best meat I've ever had has been. The 225-pound sheep that we get here at the gym every year and distribute to those of us that have got the foresight to have a freezer and put sheep in their freezer. Uh, The sheep are are fed. The guy that I buy these things from feeds these sheep pretty intensely for four months prior to – prior to their slaughter but they're just raised in the pasture little lambs running around and shit and uh but i you know i i have lived all my life down here and the only factory farming that's even close to this area is pork production all the rest of this shit is just hand waving it's all it is. It's just hand and lies. Lies to justify this, you know. you ever see any of those movies about the fur business? Uh, you know, it's propaganda from PETA about uh, how horrible the fur business is and animals being skinned alive and shit. Oh, it's... It's gruesome. All that, all that shit is photographed in China. It's all photographed in China. Now, does that tell you about the fur business or about China? I don't know. I guess you'll have to decide about that, won't you?
2: Well, I mean, food—the f- yeah. quality, quality of of your meat and your eggs and the milk that you buy—is absolutely a thing, right? So there, is, sure it is. there is a difference between. The pork that you get at Walmart in the in the in the, in the vacuum bag. sealed package versus you if you're in a city there is a butcher in your city that can tell you where the meat came from probably and you'll know yeah. because it tastes good right, right? and if you, and you can get eggs that have dark orange yolks somewhere and if you care about that stuff and you want to eat shit that tastes good and maybe is a little bit better for you who knows. But It might be, but either way, that shit just tastes better. It just tastes so, better. So buy, buy it that's if that's what, what you want to do.
0: It really, if you've got any sense, you're purchasing this stuff because it's just better on the plate. Right. You know. It does taste better. It does taste better. I
2: mean, a, 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 a egg with a pale yellow yolk is significantly right. different from one that's like yeah, a, almost a is. brown yolk. You know, it's so
0: Not all of us have access to the good eggs like that. Right. But, you know, and, and by the same token, if you're going to eat Eight or nine eggs a day, you may have to go to the cheaper. Sure, you know if money's an issue, then it's gonna you're gonna to have to default toward the lower quality stuff. If it's just the protein that you want, well, what else you, are you gonna eat, right? What else are you gonna eat? Yeah. you know everything that everything that's protein costs money. You're, well, I mean, you know? yeah, you're
2: gonna eat a bar, uh, any bar, just eating a, even if the eggs are f- whatever factory farm or whatever. I, I would. Guess it'd be better than just eating a fucking bar, right?
0: Sure, yeah, come on, sure, so uh, you know there are things about uh, eating meat that uh, gross a lot of people out, all right, but the fact of the matter is is humans are omnivores, omnivores eat meat. Pigs eat meat. Pigs are omnivores. You know? We got a feral hog problem in North Texas. You had any in your yard yet?
2: I've heard them. I haven't seen them.
0: They're around. They're all over the place. They're a problem on the highway at night. There's a bunch of wild pigs out here that you guys can come hunt. They've never been in a factory farm. (laughs) And I'm telling you, that 150-pound pork... It's supposed to be uh, it's good. I've good. never had it. Yeah. It's good. It's as good as you can get. Yep. You know. Now it gets up around two twenty five. It gets a little chewy. It's <laughs> a little chewy, a little blinky tasting, but yeah. it's <laughs> but 150 pound, hundred pound pigs, that's delicious. Oh God, it's good. You know, I'd like to get a little bitty one and see how he tastes. I bet he's good too. Yeah. You know, there's a bunch of that shit running around out here.
3: Yeah, it's not just here. Nope, I think it's ever, all over ever, Texas they'll, they'll let you kill them. You've been seeing them on your land?
0: Oh yeah. yeah, had them out there the whole time I've been there. Yeah. The feral hog population, I don't know if it's stable yet or not. I I don't know. I know this drought has hurt them. Drought's hurt everybody.
2: All right. Yeah. Uh.
0: But uh. Yeah, they're all over the place. I don't know how far north they've moved.
2: I've seen billboards in Missouri, which I don't got remember. Them I don't remember ever seeing them as a kid. Um,
0: billboards for I, yeah, even like hearing watch for hogs. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Watch for hogs yep. on the road. Yep. Yeah, yeah. They're they're wherever it's warm enough to where they want the pig, little piglets won't freeze to death. Oh, right. Uh, that's probably where they'll be.
3: Yep. Someone on you the know, Park road hit one. That thing had it been four hundred pounds. And that, there's that, bunch,
0: that line across bunch. the yeah, the country will be wavy with you know with the uh, uh, changing weather and stuff. But uh, they're up in Oklahoma. Yeah, for sure. They're uh, they're all over the place, all over the southern United States. And uh, those of you that are concerned about. Uh, commercial pork production. Find somebody that hunts. Get them to kill you a hundred and fifty pound pig. Good, good pork. Excellent pork. Some of the best stuff you'll ever have. You know. Now I, I've seen three hundred and fifty pound pigs in the bar ditch. Saw one the other night on the way home that was that big that's a big that, that's a problem mm-hmm. yeah. you run into that fucking thing that is a problem that will total your truck Yep. because all that mass is in exactly the wrong place right you know you can hit a deer and get away with it but a 350 pound pig you're <laughs> you are damaged <laughs> real badly you know I don't think that's utilized enough. I think uh, if the state of Texas could could go a long way toward solving some of these problems by encouraging the consumption of feral hog meat. You know, you, you kill enough hundred and fifty pound pigs. Yes. You take care of two or three problems at the same time. Right. It's cheap to feed people. And, uh, you know, and I have said for a long time, I think the state of Texas needs to hire cropping officers whose job it is to kill pigs. Yeah. And then you build a build a processing facility and sell the sausage or right. Sell the shoulder roast or whatever. you want. I mean, there's all kind of ways to utilize yep. that stuff. Yep. There's no reason you can't inspect it. It could be state inspected. That meat will inspect. You know. Livers are way healthier in feral hogs than they are in factory hogs. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
3: We beat that to death.
2: Yeah. I think we got it.
3: Okay. Get
2: some good meat, Zach.
3: All right. Write us in and let us know if you're white.
0: Yeah, we're still (laughs) eric Schexnader says rip i heard you make a few comments about nuclear power here and there on podcasts and forum posts what is your opinion on the viability of nuclear fusion technology well show me nuclear fusion oh nuclear fusion in a controlled environment as far as i know doesn't exist yet it's always been just around the corner right for about 50 years it's been just around the corner <laughs> and i don't think it's i don't know with with uh, our current technology doesn't provide that as a viable viable source of energy uh, there's nothing wrong with nuclear fission <laughs> technology though the uh I, I don't know why the green people are still all up in our i won't even talk about it yeah why can't we have nuclear fission <clears throat> reactors providing electricity all over the fucking Earth? Right. Why not? I mean, if you've got thorium reactors that don't produce any byproducts at all, but we can't even talk about those. It would solve a whole bunch of problems, wouldn't it? A whole bunch of problems that maybe somebody doesn't want solved. Right. Hey, maybe that's an issue. Right. Huh? You know, the nuclear waste thing, I've talked about this before on the podcast, nuclear waste is not a problem. You take it out into the great big middle of the Pacific Ocean and drop it off the ship into the mud, encased in concrete, and it's gone. It's gone. It's gone from the planet. It's submerged in 20 or 30 feet of mud in a concrete shell and goes, you know, rides— Rides the ocean plate into a subduction zone fifty million years from now, and it's gone. It's just gone, and there's not a there's not a viable argument against that. But we can't talk about nuclear because it's just, it's you just
2: know, too too elegant and simple. It's of a too solution.
0: simple. <laughs> it's too cheap.
2: Yeah.
0: It's too easy to implement, and. Somebody's not making enough money off of it. Well,
2: that's it. Yeah, that's all it is.
0: Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Let's see. Frank asks, I haven't heard much discussion on this topic. Is sports remedial massage a good thing for lifters to do regularly? I don't currently, but there are more frequently, more frequent back tweaks and niggles starting to appear as I'm getting older. Niggles. Is that racist? Sounds suspiciously (laughs) racist. Sounds racist.
3: This is a spicy episode.
0: The way it is. Oh, I don't know. I don't think massage helps anything. I've certainly tried it. Feels good. I wouldn't go as Everybody likes to have sore muscles mashed on. They're certainly, you know, it's certainly good. But in terms of this foam rolling craze, I've tried it. I don't see that it helps a damn thing. Yeah. You know, I think it did he ask wonderfully if, painful
2: does he ask if lifters need it what was his the question well, his
0: question is is uh it's a good thing for lifters to do regular no oh.
2: i'd say it's neutral if it feels feels good and you want to pay for it have at it man
0: That's yeah right. if you feel like paying for it and you like the attention right you know go ahead but i don't i don't see that it actually because i mean there's lots and lots of poor lifters who can't afford to pay somebody 75 dollars to attend to their (laughs) naked ass you know on a a table (laughs) on a regular basis that have gotten real real strong without it right and uh right so i don't know I, i i don't feel like i'm worth spending the money on i don't buy massages never have Yep. i've had probably five paid for massages my whole life you know but
2: uh, the only danger is in thinking something's happening that's not actually happening. Like you right. start to feel better and you think, "Oh, this is a miracle and all this shit." So right, and that's where a lot of this comes from. Exactly you know, right. yeah. something
0: that feels this good has got to be good for me. Yep, like a blowjob. <laughs> yeah, get more of those. Get more of those. Those feel good. Yeah. You know, you pay somebody to do something for you. Just you know, yeah. At least there's you know, period on the end of the sentence. <laughs> Know what I mean? All right.
2: <laughs> At least you know there was a
0: <laughs> Yeah, there something a actually occurred, you benefit. know. <laughs> something actually occurred here. Uh, I mean it is good
3: for your prostate.
0: Oh yeah. So. Oh god. Eric Winekee. Winnicke. Never have understood how he pronounces his name.
2: Yeah, he should help us out he right, next time. Leave some
0: need some phonetics yep. next time you post, Eric. How did belts with a narrow front become so popular when they're obviously crap? I don't know. I don't know. It's the, because people didn't understand what belts did. People I've seen belts with a 2-inch front and a 6-inch back. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Those are stupid. They're just they're made by people who don't know what a belt does.
2: And people wear them too
0: yeah people still do and you know globo gyms they wear these stupid looking things i guess they think it's for keeping your back warm or something i have no idea (laughs) doesn't make any sense if you if, if you want to know what a belt does read my article the belt and the deadlift on the website it's uh yeah pretty decent contribution to the literature i believe uh I don't I don't have you ever read another article about the technical reason what the belt does? I don't,
3: I don't read any articles about yours. Strength training stuff. You don't read any else.
0: articles but mine? Yeah. You get to keep your job. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. And to wrap up, let's see. Rip, have you ever read Cormac McCarthy's Blood Meridian? If so, what are your thoughts on it, and what are your thoughts on its infamy for being the unfilmable novel? Hadn't read it. You guys? Nope. I
2: started it, but I haven't finished it.
0: No. What's the, when did you start it?
2: <clears throat> I've got it on audio,
0: audio. But I've yeah, the audio book. Started. What is the deal with it? Uh, well, it's I don't even know what it's tibial. about.
2: It's about. Uh,
0: I haven't read any Cormac McCarthy. What was that one that he, he did everybody the, uh, the, the road The Road, that's the one I'm thinking of. God,
2: it's a rough one. And then uh No Country for Old Men.
0: Mm-hmm. No Country for Old Men was that movie with Javier Bardem and right. yeah. That was real hard, fucking good. Hard to watch. It was good though. Yeah, it was I a very well done I movie. I loved that movie. But it's uh man, that's some tough stuff. here mm-hmm. The Road so, is so hard. I I've, I've heard that The Road is you know, I haven't read The Road. The
3: guy doesn't write cheery stuff. No, no. The Road is is um, is hard. Viggo Mortensen started in right. the movie, and that movie was hard, real bad. Right. I mean, it was great, but it, that was like a maybe a one, maybe two time watch, and I'm never going to watch it again.
0: Yeah, Blood
2: right. Meridian is about uh, it's about like, horses. God damn, man, I can't remember. It's on my list because I, I liked all his other stuff.
0: Yeah, I don't You'd know. probably like it though. Well, something I when I get my list caught up, maybe I'll put it on there. I've got all this shit to read and watch and all this other shit, and uh, you know it's actually it's a good thing I'm not actually working anymore. So <laughs> this is about this
2: the of... uh, a kid and his experience. Oh, the kid is the main character. His experiences with the Clant, Glanton gang, a historical group of scalp hunters.
0: The Clanton Gang. Glanton Gang. G L A N T O yeah. Glanton Gang. Scalp hunters.
2: Uh, loosely historical.
0: Right. Well, I have to give it some thought. Blood Meridian.
2: Yeah, Cormac <laughs> McCarthy's fucked up. I don't even yeah. know what the guy looks like, but he's, uh, he's a got
0: That'd be some a little problems. gnome looking fucker. <interpreting> <laughs> 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 Probably, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He may show up over here one afternoon and just quit. <laughs> <not> our ass. <laughs> he's six
2: three, two eighty. Six three, two eighty.
0: What'd you say? Press is four zero five. A beat up cowboy. Now, you, oh, yeah, yeah. You had some a gnome. <laughs> is that really? Yeah. a gnome. He looks like Ripito. What's his name? Um,
1: <laughs> oh
2: shit! He looks like Charles Bronson. Yeah, he looks like Charles Bronson.
0: <laughs> well, Charles Bronson's a man-looking man. Yeah, you know?
3: yeah, he's a man-looking man
0: yep well good good for, cormac. good for cormac god i'm sorry he's burt 89. reynolds I, burt
2: reynolds he looks like I, burt he reynolds. looks like burt
3: he looks like they had a baby bronson <laughs> or charles bronson and burt reynolds well he's 89
2: i think i could take him
0: i don't know man i don't know he knows lots of tricks i'll <laughs> just shoot I'm your ass am sure <laughs> all right so that's all of it all right so let's let these poor bastards get back to dinner here all right sounds good all right thanks for joining us i hope we've you know entertained you at least for a couple hours here and uh you know if we have tell all your friends if we haven't just keep it to yourself okay see you next time starting strength radio